0: Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and in this episode, I chat with Josh Faber. Josh is all the way up in Manchester, New Hampshire, and is currently serving in the ministry. We talk about Josh's experience in the ministry now, what led up to that going back through college and even back into high school, his passions in soccer and in coaching as well as some challenging questions and seeking truth and the power in doing so. Thank you all for tuning in for this episode, and I'm excited for what's to come. Welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is Tyler Brondike, and I'm joined here with a good buddy of mine, Josh Faber. Um, today we are at the Pavement Coffeehouse in the heart of Newberry Street in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and, you know, a, a bit more about Josh. I, I actually met him prior to, to going to Stonehill College. We, we both ended up playing soccer at Stonehill, but I, I met him at a, a soccer tournament. You know, it's a, such a small world that we live in. I had the opportunity to see Josh out in Pennsylvania um, and we both um, figured out that we were going to be playing at Stonehill and you know it was, it was, it was a really cool and interesting time for us um, to get to, uh, to know each other and you know I think a lot of, a lot of things start before um, they officially start and it was, it was really good to, to meet Josh here and what I've learned about Josh is he, he, he comes from a small town um, of Bow, New Hampshire beautiful state of new hampshire um and J- josh ended up playing soccer with me my, my freshman year at stonehill um and has been through a crazy but but really awesome journey the past few years and you know as mentioned we instantly became friends and are chatting now six years later um and yeah, I mean, having yeah. the opportunity to get <laughs> to get josh in the podcast is awesome josh six thanks six so much years. for joining my goodness Six years. Six years, Josh.
1: Dude, I feel like I should be more mature. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like I should be more wise, but here I
0: am. Here <laughs> you are, drinking your iced tea at, <laughs> at, P- <laughs> at Pavement Coffeehouse. Awesome. Um, Josh, how I open this up is um, opening up in a, in a quick prayer, and I'm going to ask you to close later. So Let's do it. Let's get it going. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing Josh and I together today. We're incredibly thankful and grateful that we have the opportunity to share Your love and being followers of Christ and accepting Jesus as our, you know, as our Lord and Savior. We're we're happy. We're, we're blessed. You know, any kind of any kind of emotion that that we can feel, you know, has been has been with us this I mean, these these past few past few hours. So we're. Really excited to get going with this podcast and for me to hear what Josh has been up to and to, mm-hmm. to get a different perspective and different take on, on his journey. Um, we've talked before, but
2: I'm, I'm excited
0: for today because we'll definitely get a bit a bit deeper into some different questions. So, yeah. Jesus' in name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Um, Josh, I, I know you're now in ministry yes. at yes. Um, Manchester Christian Church. As um, we all know, this this didn't just happen, they didn't just drop you off at the church oh, no. and say, Josh, you're, you're in ministry, this is you doing. So I, I'm sure it started, you know, years, I mean, and as we can even, you know, make the, make a case decades before, uh, you know, his plan, his plan is much greater, so I, I wanted to know kind of your family upbringings yeah. and just what you enjoyed doing when you were younger and how, yeah. did, how that's just kind of played into who you are today. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. Um, so...
1: For me, you know, the ministry thing, I think I've been working at MCC for for what, eight months maybe? Maybe something like that. And uh, pretty much a month before that, um, that was when I had realized I was going into ministry. And so I come from, uh, as you said, Bill, New Hampshire, gorgeous little place. Um, lived there for the past, what, 22 years. Before that, I was born in Michigan. Um, you know, grew up in a Christian family um, and uh, kind of just knew Jesus, went to church since, since I was young. And, and I uh, always love sports and I mean that's how you and I got to know each other um, but uh, I think for me you know high school college uh, that was where I really started to be challenged I think that was where you know the, the you know the everything hit the road and it was like alright you know what is this faith thing what is this Jesus thing, Christian thing, who is this guy that I am following and uh, you know through a lot of struggles and things that we might get into later today you know. Um, really just got to learn more about him Um, and you know all my life that slowly just kind of built I went to Stonehill with you and thought I was gonna go into business you know business to business uh, sales you know my dad had done that you know for TaylorMade for years I had always seen that as like a way for me to to have a ministry you know I could go into the world um, but uh, make it a ministry Sure. Man, we graduated, as many people do. Two, two years ago. Goodness, two years. I can't even believe it. Uh, graduated. I mean, it seemed like everything was lining up, um, just with uh, different jobs and all the people I was connected with and all my networking. I um, was super excited, and then things just stopped working. Um, and I was like, what? And it almost just seemed like, Everything stopped, and I was praying constantly. God, what, what is going on? I just wanted to submit to Him in that. Sure. And uh, worked for Dick's Sporting Goods for a year. Uh, worked at an awesome place called Chucksters, um, and uh, started coaching. I coach high school soccer at Conquer Christian Academy. I'm the head coach of the girls' uh, soccer team there, and uh, uh, was doing that and volunteering at um, my home church, Centerpoint. So I was doing all those different things. I was just praying the whole time, and uh, next thing I know, God just started putting on my heart, and like, let's go into ministry. I uh, spent time with middle schoolers and high schoolers. Around that time, again, my heart was just, I couldn't, couldn't get enough of that age to be there, to be able to, to just be an influencer, and the honor and the, um, the privilege it is to, to be that kind of influence. I remember those people in my life, and so I wanted to do that. Next thing I know, God made things happen. It's clearly his plan because all of a sudden, when I made that decision, he made everything happen. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. And uh, here we are now. I'm just trying to learn every day, trying to know him more every day, submit to him. Man, it's the hardest thing I've ever done, but I'll tell you what. It's pretty sick. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, Josh, one one question. You yes. You know. I'm, I'm curious about and I'm very confident a lot of people you know, want to know is what, what is it like being in ministry? You know, mm. People hear this term and they're like, okay, they I feel like you know, I can't even make a stereotype because I have no Do idea it. what it looks like. I don't, I, I can't. Oh, <laughs> I don't. Oh. I really can't.
1: I thought you said you could. I was like, all right, go for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But just you know, you being, you know, get, getting involved with with these folks who are at these very interesting points mm. of their life, yeah. high school, middle school. Um, and what it looks like for you and kind of what ministry looks like in general at at least at Manchester Christian yeah. where, you, where your experience has been absolutely absolutely
1: um. You know, I've, I've been there for, for, what, eight months, I think, around eight months now, so I'm definitely not, like, know-all, <laughs> I'm new to this, I mean, yeah, so new to this, um, but I'm speaking from not only my own experiences, but um, uh, at least from the experiences I've learned of many mentors I've had along the way of just being in ministry, you know, as you talked about, um, you know god prepares us before before i even knew i was going into ministry you know uh he was preparing me for it and so yeah what ministry is like i'll tell you what it is it's one of those things where it is it is so awesome it is so awesome because you get to constantly be accountable you get to constantly be pursuing um the growth of the church I uh, get to constantly, I mean, me specifically, I get to constantly be looking out for, uh, I'm over the high school um, at our, our MCC, um, and so I get to spend all my time with the, with these high schoolers and planning events for them and really just trying to figure out the best way possible that um, I can get to a place where I can just uh, uh, just be there and love with them and, and, and um, grow with them, um, you know. Uh, it's 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 hard because high school is such a hard time yeah Um, but man just that experience of of being able to be the dude goonie dude that just gets to (laughs) you know come alongside these young men and women in these hard hard things and you know whether it's the, the the divorce and whether it's the addictions whether it's the the school whether it's the friends the bullying I don't care I don't know yeah, there's so much, but to be able to be a an encourager, somebody that just gets to uh, make them laugh and, and have a good time with them, um, it, it's so much fun. And what it looks like on a daily basis is a lot of that, but then also a lot of behind the scenes. you got to plan all those events. you got to plan everything we're doing there. And, um, you know, it's... Uh,
0: like I said, hardest thing I've ever done, but probably one of the best. Yeah, I think you know, with the most challenge, it comes the most rewarding Absolutely. too, and that's something that I've started to mm-hmm. to make sense of now as you're as you as you're speaking as you're talking. And yeah, you've been there for eight months. So I'm drinking so a little pavement coffee pavement house coffee. So you tea, <laughs> tea, because because you're, because you don't drink coffee right now. Oh, who? Yeah. Sorry. Don't, talk about, out. Out. Don't yeah. talk about it. Don't talk about it. I miss it. So <laughs> you miss it, dude? I do. Um, no, this tea is so tasty. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I, it was a good recommendation. <laughs> um, but you know what? What? All right. So what? What's? Let's look at these. Just like these high school students have mm. had these different challenges and um, big critical junctures in their life where mm. they're facing adversity, at family-related, like, yeah. personal. Battles they're yep. struggling with. I'm sure that this, this is familiar oh, to yeah. you. And oh, yeah. um, whether it's in college or high school, can you kind of walk me through some of the biggest challenges that you've Heck had yeah. with your faith? Heck yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So there have been a few uh, throughout my life, and as is uh, in most people's lives, I, I think we yeah. go through. Um, different uh, kind of bigger challenges, whether it's um, you know loss of family members, whether it's you know, divorce, those kind of big level things. Sometimes maybe universal sufferings, things that we kind of all have to deal with. And and then we have all our, 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 our own um, things that we go through that are individual. And for me, uh, growing up Christian home, uh, high school, um, you know, uh, middle school, high school, uh, my parents got divorced when I was in the fifth grade. And uh, so going into middle school, just figuring that out, you know, when you're young and, and uh, learning so much and your mind is, is developing, uh, all that stuff is just, uh, yeah, it messes a lot up. It messes yeah. a lot up. And uh, But man, our, our God is good, and, and, and he walks you through that, and he's, he's used it. And so I look at that. I look at the, the divorce, uh, and then I, I continue on uh, through those struggles, and I think coming to to high school, um, uh, towards the end of high school, um, uh, Carolyn Cousin, my cousin, um, passed away in a car accident. Uh, That was another one of those big moments where, you know, just, uh, man, it hits you like a truck, um, and you just don't know, um, and you just grasp onto anything. Um, And uh, there's just so much to that story, too, um, that I just remember uh, just despair and depression and pain, but a deep... Deep ingrained, built-in joy coming from knowing that the Lord is near, and not not sitting there and being like, "Oh, I I I, I did this for a reason." But no, just like my son, I'm here and I love you, and I'm sorry, and, and I'm weeping with you. Uh, but I'm near, and through this, um, you know, we'll grow and, and, and move forward. You know, Romans eight twenty-eight, and. Uh, From there on to college, that was, uh, you know, the the high school and and with Carolyn, you know, that was a huge moment where my faith really, I think, uh, became really strong. And uh, going into college, I really was was choosing between uh, Liberty University, which is, of course, a big old uh, Christian school, uh, and then uh, Stonehill, which, although, uh, being Catholic, I kind of just had this feeling, um, uh, and maybe it was the Lord, just that it was going to be challenging, really challenging against my faith. Um, And so, you know, with the whole thing with Calian, I just just really felt um, God pushing me to um, step into things, be stronger and push myself, push my faith, and trust in Him on a a bigger scale. So, I chose Stonehill because I wanted to be tested, I wanted to be in the grind, you know, um, and I wanted to be challenged. And in Stonehill, um, as you know, uh, a lot of things happened at Stonehill, Um, played soccer there, Uh, and and loved it. I ended up only playing for one year. Uh, Got cut from the soccer team my my sophomore year and uh, all this craziness and just um, at that moment, you know, it was was huge um, because uh, on top of all this, sports has been something all my life. You know, my dad played two professional sports and I love sports of any kind and always kind of just enjoyed them. And, uh, yeah, so college came, and all of a sudden, there it is. The dream has <laughs> been broken. Yeah. I'm no longer playing. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, hit that road of just got like, what, what is going on? What are, what are you doing? Uh, what, what would you have me do? Um, and, uh, you know, I walked through that, and I, and I look at all of that. And I look at those are probably the big things over the past, uh, you know, however many years it has been. Uh, those are some of. There have been some, uh, very many other ones, but those are some of the biggest ones that I think stand out as these pivotal moments where God was uh, was bringing suffering and, and, and changing at the, the core of who I am, uh, changing me. And uh, So when I look into the eyes of, of middle schoolers, high schoolers, kids that are just graduating in high school and going to college um, and they're going through anything, whether I understand it or have seen it or not, um, I remember those feelings. Um, I remember uh, the the severity of them the the the, the pain I, I remember how hard it is to go through those um, but the great part is i remember who god provided uh, for me in his own presence but also in, in in people who love me yeah um and that's where i'm really like man i get to do that i get to i get to be that dude that uh, amidst a family is going through a divorce i get to go up to the kid and just give him a big old hug and punch him and walk around <laughs> and just start laughing and I click a hug, to a click you know what I mean and just and a, just um, it's all love though it's all oh love. it is and then just sit down and just be like listen I, I know I know they're feeling it yeah. is hard um and then from there walk into how how best can we uh can we turn to the only true um yeah. healer and 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 look at that and, and and me girl I'm not I'm not I haven't walked through those and been like all right, I'm perfect, I know all the answers. Yeah. Um, to some degree, I've learned how to kind of get through it, but at the same time, God is continually healing me and, and, and forgiving me for my mistakes, and I'm continually repenting, and I'm trying to walk that uh, and
0: mentor others who are, are learning to walk that as well. Sure. Awesome, awesome. So it, it sounds like uh, going back through all of your different experiences, one thing you have always kept as a reminder is that God is with you and He is with you. Oh you know, not just, like, in some, you know, in some cloud chilling, which he probably is as well, but, but, that, but that but that more more so, though, and the most important part is that he's with you, you know, day after day, and is with you, like, literally by your side, um, and really starting to, to make that personal, and making that... And, having understanding that you know it's it's a lot more than kind of words on paper yes but it's but it's oh, really heck, yeah. i mean and that's that's you know foundational
1: let's go uh,
0: you got but it. but really that you know like there is someone mm-hmm. right next mm-hmm. to you walking with you helping to pick you back up like mm-hmm. literally physically you know picking your legs up when when you can't walk anymore mm-hmm. um, and you know and, and that's and that's the the ability and the and just the magnitude of Mm -hmm. of, you know of who he is so I I find that I find that awesome and having that awareness too and knowing that he is there and I I, I, I really am you know it's cool to hear from you because you're always so so excited so you have so much light and joy in you and you know I, I even going back to back at Stonehill you know we'd be walking around campus and I always knew when you were like a hundred yards away <laughs> because you would be doing something you, because yeah stories told because you'd you'd be like either like doing some kind of dance move like throwing your hands in the air like bumping to some kind of electronic music or just like laughing you know and just and just and just being out there and just but really just enjoying the good things and mm, the joy and. Yeah. And the you know, different I mean, emotions right. and excitements yeah. and that's really what it is yeah. you know is, it's, it's an expression yeah. um, and now that you're able to use that those good you know use that expression of yeah. of suffering but also the, the that's expression that's of really joy in these kids right and understand and be with them in these low times mm-hmm. and provide them you know provide them empathy yeah. but then also provide joy yeah. as, a, yeah. as the outlet and the, yeah. you know what, like but you know what we have this is what we have and, and this is what we can look forward to yeah.
1: yeah and I think you man you hit it you hit it right on the head and that's it's just something I live by, man. I was just talking with uh, a good friend of mine, Matt Young. Um, who's working over at, at Liberty University right now, and, and uh, um, uh, I don't know when you're going to release this, but I knew he's, he's about to get engaged. So he might be engaged at the point you release this. He might not be. Let's pray that he is. Let's we'll pray that he's engaged. Um, he'll be good. Uh, uh, yeah. Soon. We, soon but be engaged. Uh, good dude. Shout out to Matt. Um, we were just at Buffalo Wild Wings the other day, and we were just <laughs> talking about to. Uh, man, what a joy it is to know Jesus and to, to live a life as a Christian. And a lot of times I look at people and, and, and I wonder, I'm like, man, where's the joy? I go to some churches and I see some people and there's just no joy sometimes. And I'm like, what are you doing? And, and, and yeah, you hit it right on the head. I mean, man, when I read this book, uh, when I read this Bible uh, and, 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 and I just... See his presence, you know, you and I just a couple of weeks ago, and, and as you and I dove into a Bible study, yeah, you know, and as and, and, and so we just dove into where were we? We were in
0: uh, what were we in? Um, we were either in Jude or Revelation, so we no, were, at- yeah, we were in Jude,
1: yeah, we just ripped Jude for like three hours, or like two hours, yeah, and, and man, it was just. Man, this, the, the the book is alive. It is living. Um, uh, the yeah. spirit, the Holy Spirit, is so near and He's so present. And and the guy that we read about in here is is not some far away. You know, presence or whatever that you can't see or hear or feel. Like, man, he is so man. When you when you dive into him, yeah. um, he makes himself known, and, and he he brings joy. His spirit brings joy. he's one of joy and love. Yeah. And, and man, holy crap! Like, I, to get to share that and to get to live that um, is something that I've always desired to do. Um, because, man, through the pain, um, it's that love and that joy that God gives us that is so pivotal to the gospel. Uh, so pivotal to um just so much of the bible and what jesus did I man. that's how we that's how we combat the the other stuff <laughs> you know and it's not that I, we need to be you know sprucey and joyful crazy all the time it, it, you know uh, as a lot of people know me you know i'm like that a lot but i have got yeah. my days where i'm mm, and I, I'm, I'm a lot lower i kind of go into introverted kind of bubble and yeah. and uh they're, they're, the joy isn't gone in those moments but sometimes in those uh, it's just uh, the state of mind or, or the struggle but there's still always a joy deep, deep, deep joy um, that uh, uh, yeah, I just love to share and whether it comes out through singing or bouncing or laughing and yeah. just being stupid or it comes out through just uh, um, just the thankfulness um, of, of our King, of Jesus sure. and what he's doing for me uh,
0: and so sharing that is, is something I love to do Awesome. Awesome. So you mentioned you, after being cut from the soccer team, yeah. which is a tough, tough time. And that yeah, was you know, I was with you a lot of these tough yeah. tough tough yeah. days too and we were we were going through similar, you know, hardships and I, I was on the verge too of, of yeah. not making or leaving the team yeah. after my freshman year and in a different in a different way. Um and so like, you know, I, I think once you know, once you were told, you know, God, this isn't this isn't what what's going to be on your horizon for yeah. next year and years. Were you able to? Were able to give it up? Were you able to? Were you able to, mm. you able to, you able to refocus your yeah. your gifts yeah. in somewhere else? Yeah. I think that's a lot. That's a question mm. a lot of people have: is mm. when something when something ends. Hard question. question. When something ends, do we do we leave it and start something new? Do we just yeah. you know yeah. use it in a different capacity? Yeah love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something I'm learning, uh, even today. Um, I'll tell you, so freshman year, I remember praying um, and just, and asking, and giving permission over to God, just being like, hey Lord, like, whatever is in my life that is in your way, whether it's relationships, whether it's sports, I I, I do not care what it is. Whatever it is, you have power over it. I'm submitting it to you. Um, Do whatever you need to do uh, so that my identity would be my identity would be wrapped up fully in, in, in him and uh, I prayed that uh, a few times and um, to be honest um, getting cut up was one of the hardest things and I don't need to go into crazy, you know, yeah. all of the stuff that went on within that but um, you know I just remember I mean right when he, when uh, when it happened just praying that was the first thing I did and I just asked for, for humility I asked for grace um, Uh, that I would have those and uh, that I would just be calm and love Um, and he gave me that in the moments and so the people I spoke with um, I was able to continually love in that Um, but uh, coming out of that was hard um, I've been an athlete all my life, I've never really had to try at sports, <laughs> which uh, uh, I don't mean it to, to bolster me, but I'm just saying it's just one of those things that have been so ingrained in me, that I just get sports, you know, it's how I speak, it's one of my things I do, and, and to have that taken away, to be at the first time in my life where it's like, you know what, I don't have a future in sports anymore, you know? Um, was really hard and uh, what I had realized uh, with how I kind of went through the process is, man, sports was a lot to me. Um, more maybe than it should have been. Uh, no, I said maybe. No, I take that back. It was definitely more than it should have been. Um, I loved being good. I loved being, uh, you know, uh, an athlete and, and successful and, you know, the best at whatever I did and, and uh, um, you know, again, that prayer freshman year God, do what you need to do So that my, again, wasn't him He was working a lot of other things But that was one of them You know, um, I didn't know who I was I didn't know what my talents were Still to the, this day, I sometimes question I'm like, Man, what am I and Yeah, absolutely um, Still to this day, I, I wonder uh, You know, what uh, what are my talents What, what am I good at <laughs> If it's not sports um, And so you know, I, as I as I grow, uh, I, I'm growing in that identity. I think God has, has been taking that and yep. just being, uh, you know, the, this is who I've created you to be. Um, this is what I've made you for. Um, and, and walking through that is there's no easy way to do it. You know, it's 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 like you've got something that has been stuck to you plastered to you built into you and uh for lack of a better term god just has to rip it out rip yeah. it right off yeah. all the hair and yeah. the ickiness yeah. just comes right yeah. with it and it's yeah. just it's painful it hurts but man uh,
0: uh in but, its place he builds um and, and, and so yeah and it's and it sounded like that allowed you to open up um, that allowed mm. you to something that was Holy once crap, as yeah. you said like right sports is it, it, you know, it became it was a small part of your life that became your life. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's a challenge I have too, and a lot of people have. But this was actually actually as you met, you know, an opportunity for something else. And those last few years yeah. of college were some of your most exciting and joyful times. Yeah.
1: Com- compared to that, to that yeah. first year and how that looked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean that's it. I mean, as hard as it was, uh, I come out on the, the the tail side of it and. I tell you what, it's—I'm so thankful for it, as as I am for everything that has happened in my life. Um, you know, uh, one of my you know verses that I uh, can't get enough of. Uh, and seems to always just fall back to it's just you know that romans eight twenty eight you know for uh, all things happen for the good of those who love the lord and are called according to his purpose and it's not a it's not a all things are,
2: are, are good right but all
1: things will um, be used uh, uh, for for the lord's good when we submit and for those who are called according to his purpose and you know, I, I loved Jesus while, I, while I, was, I was at Stone Hill and I was playing soccer. Yeah. Um, and so it's not that I didn't love it and then he was then, you know, oh, now you love me. But no, he, he, he loved me that whole time. Um, and he answered my prayer of taking it away. And, you know, that junior, sophomore year was just so hard. But man, that junior, senior year when I stepped in as you know as the, the vice president of the Bible study and then the president of the Bible study, they were hard. But man, God was shaping my core of who I was, my, my identity. Like, oh, uh, he, he was shaping that. He was really pulling that back into him um and man where i am now is is because of those instances those those times where god had taken uh, those things that i looked to and said hey josh like i've given you these gifts i've done this for you but man you can be the greatest athlete in the world but all you need is me and uh that was really hard for me because i was like well i want to be Really good, yeah, family. Yeah. but he's like, no. All you need is me, even even now. And you talk about, you know, and so now what do I do with those things? I, I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Um, uh, it, it, some days are harder than others, you know, where I'll wake up and I'll be like, dang, <laughs> like what do I what do I do with this gift? Um, and uh, I'm learning that. Uh, I started playing some pickup basketball. I can't stay in men's leagues, but uh, you know, I just started ripping around in some uh, uh, pickup uh, pickup ball random, randomly, whether it's back home. Uh, in Bo uh, or just driving around wherever the courts are yeah. and uh, you know where I can just be a little, little bit more relaxed and just get to know some guys um, and just play um, but yeah as far as you know, what what what's God going to do with it and how he's going to use it from here on out and I don't know I don't know but I'm going to submit it to him and if he wants to use it in something I mean I get to coach which is a great thing I guess I do use it to some extent yeah, i a coach and I, I get to put that passion into that but yeah uh, yeah, it's been a hard thing to give to him, but it's his so if he calls me to use it, uh, if he wants me to, you know, train hard, go in the NFL out of nowhere, then cool, let me know. Jesus. So, so that, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> but as of now, until I get that that call up from the old Lord, until oh. he
0: hits me up on the old cell phone, yeah, uh, maybe your dad, oh, your dad has some old old connections, that fresh old day, he can put you back in touch. Yeah, they need me back. You they know need what? The, we—they're you know, actually—they're they're looking for someone who's a few years out of college, <laughs> out of shape, a little rusty, yeah, a little, but well, really devout, know, and really enthusiastic. Yeah, got really good, you know, a lot, big, huge beard. Yeah.
1: Tall. I don't know what this hand motion was. I don't know what that was supposed to be. I don't
0: know if that was. The There's thing. a lot going on right now, and and they want it. Scott's <laughs> want it. <laughs> they might not know they want it, but trust they, me, they, they want it. it. They want it. Um, But. But, but so, you know, is it fair to say that it's out of our control? Oh, absolutely. To some
1: extent. I mean, I say, oh, absolutely to some extent. (laughs) Um, I I would say for me, uh, mm, no, that's a great question, man. Um, I think I initially responded with, like, absolutely in the sense of, man, like, for me, I have given that, I've submitted that, like, anything that comes up, man, like, when, when, you know, when God... uh, the sports was taken away. Everything. Yeah, it was up to it's up to the Lord. He had a plan. He was answering a prayer from me. Um, but I don't mean to say that, it, like we have no say in it. I mean, uh, I think one of the reasons in which God took away soccer yeah. was because. Uh, I mean it wasn't making me happy. You didn't know how anxious I was. I was just constantly, constantly, you know, sleeping through 12 alarms and waking up late and and like I couldn't even do anything about it. I had those big old honking speakers, you know, that were just set up on alarms that just blaring and I just wouldn't wake up because my body was just shut down because of all my anxiety. Um, uh, and so I think you know he, oh, okay. he. If I was able to able to cope and able to walk through those things, if I was, if my identity wasn't so wrapped up in it, and I was able to give those things to him when things didn't go my way or I didn't play well, I was able to just say, Lord, this yours. I'm just here to glorify you. If I was able to do that, I think I'd still be playing. You know, I'd still be, uh, I'd still be kicking around. Um, but I, I don't think I was able to, so I think God took care of me and honored me in that, and uh, uh, because that's something I was praying for. Uh, he listens to us. I think He takes our. Uh, I, I know He takes our desires and, uh, and the thought, and so we, we play a part in it. Um, uh, it's not just Him calling the shots, but at the end of the day, um, when I think when we submit it to Him uh, and and we pray in a way that is like, "Hey, God, like I want." Uh, I'm chasing after your heart, Um uh, and, and I want what
0: you want, uh, and I might not know what you want, so <laughs> take it away. Wow, awesome. Last few things I wanted to mention, you know, conclusion is um, I think people people who really know you well um, always see you as, as you mentioned, involved in Bible study back when you were at Stonehill, and now that you're involved in ministry, you've, this has always been... A part of your journey and part of your part of your story, but I'm sure there's been a lot of questions that you've had in your personal walk, um, maybe on you know on Christianity in general or different principles. Um, is there anything that comes to mind that has been, has been a thought in the past few months, or even going back years?
1: Yeah, I, for me, the biggest uh, in the past few months. Uh, past couple of weeks uh, i think especially for me being in ministry um
2: you know i'm constantly around church people
1: yeah um and uh that's all in good uh but sometimes man uh and this isn't uh this isn't just mcc this is anywhere uh, sometimes church people can just be secluded and, and kind of weird um the biggest thing, uh, and not all of them. Uh, there's so many amazing people that I know that have taken care of me. Um, but uh, speaking on a more global scale, uh, man, uh, the biggest thing for me is just like, man, what am I doing to be in the world? Uh, uh, I <laughs> you and I were talking before we started this podcast just about this idea of man like making that decision to know the Lord and then like the process after that like is it is it just a decision and then, like, okay we're good like what, what comes after that what are we what are we called to? Um, man, and I truly believe that we're called to, to make disciples of all nations and and bring people to Jesus. And man, you can't do that sitting around and you know and telling them to come to us. You know, as we look at the disciples, when empowered by the Holy Spirit, we look at Paul, we look at you know all those guys, Timothy. Yeah. You know, they, they just took off. I they 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 went and they traveled, and they moved around, and they, they presented their stuff. Uh, you know to the people, and if they accepted them, they would go in and make themselves at home, and if they didn't, they'd pick up their stuff and leave and move on to the next place. The biggest thing for me is uh, I just feel like uh, sometimes Christians just fail so epically at that, of of just turning the gospel, turning the faith into a selfish, just like, uh, I have my church, I have my thing, and this is where I'm going to go feel comfortable. I don't know when it happened, but uh, the churches that I know are are scared of change. (laughs) I mean, like change. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I, I read again. I read this book, and it's like, man, God's constantly changing, constantly moving. And and, and when we when we start to turn to um, uh, whether it's church or this anything to for comfort in the sense of, oh, I want this to be my regular. I want to sit in the same spot. I want to, I want to you know, everything to be like that. There's nothing wrong with with having routines, but I man, when we're not. Preparing uh, and, and keeping our eyes uh, and ears uh, to the world and saying, All right, what, what's going on? How can we reach people? How can we uh, bring them in um, and, and get out there and stink in? And whether it's pick up basketball, whether it's where you're working, whether it's you know, cop a cop shop, whether it's anywhere, I um, mean, that's, that's what we get to be a part of. I mean, we, uh, we get to be the hands and feet of the God who created this universe. Like, yeah. we get to. Uh, have a relationship with him and we get to share that. We get to be his, his messengers. Um, some people sometimes feel it. It's like a, oh, I have to. Like, oh, like, oh, now i got to go do this as if it's a burden. <laughs> no, it is not. Like, yeah, we get to share this great joy um, uh, to anybody and everybody. And, uh, yeah, the biggest thing that has been in my heart is, man, i got to do more of it. I want more people to do more of it because uh, that's what we're here for. It's the big, most important thing that we can do. Um, and, uh, as as followers
0: of the big Beard. awesome, awesome. Um, last question I had. Oh, wanted to, wanted to, I know, <laughs> no, We're are approaching, you know, approaching the end. Um, wanted to know what advice you. I'm have gonna have answer this. this. Like it's, I'm gonna answer for about three hours. We are gonna cut you short. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I, you know, no. I, I wanted to know what advice you have for people who are looking to become Christians or people who are looking to develop their relationship. And I think you've touched on this throughout the podcast, but I want to kind of formalize it in this this context. Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
1: You know, as I look at my life um, and as I look at how I grew in my faith um, and as I look at um, you know, the lives of my friends, brothers, and sisters that God has put around me, uh, the people that I've got to see uh, come to know Jesus um, and, and uh, just grow in their faith. Uh, I think the biggest thing, uh, a couple of the biggest things, uh, one is just like your community. Uh, you know, one of the things I love about it, it, this podcast, even, you know, guys like us. Um, is a place where um, we can talk and uh, even outside the podcast, the Bible studies, the the times where we connect and and, and aren't afraid to to really dive in and, and, and step out in faith into scripture. I think a lot of times people read scripture, and when they don't understand understand things, or or it doesn't sit with them well, they get scared and they move away, and they try to change it. No, like dive into that. Those are the moments that I believe like the spirit is being like, oh, oh, there's something big here. Like there's something so big. Um, have the faith and trust that uh, God is good and all knowing, and and will we'll, will provide you with the, the, the understanding. So um, it's uh, to do that. I, I think you need a community. I need you need people find that. Uh, Two, three, uh, four people, uh, or even one, um, just uh, people that are are similar to your age, maybe a little older, whatever, around there in the same place, where you can just battle and just go in and, and learn more about him, ask the stinking hard questions. I mean, don't ask any other kind of question. Like, just get hard. You know, I think of a mentor, my mentor, Ryan Bankston, and and just all the times that through my life, even before he was my mentor, that he just kind of influenced me and and just being able to watch him and the way he lived his life, you know, surrounding yourself with, and it's biblical, surrounding yourself, your inner group um, of people, um, making them the people that you're looking to and you're mimicking and you're following. You know, Paul says, you know, uh, Paul, Paul says mimic me as I mimic Jesus uh, and sometimes people kind of get scared about that like, oh no I only need to mimic Jesus yeah, well we need an example we need more examples yeah. now what does it look like man and uh, uh, so find those people that just walk around with that joy and can just see it uh, see that there's something more in their life um, and so that's for the that person who, who is getting to know Jesus uh, uh, yeah uh, that's my advice to them and, and, and for those that uh, you know don't know him or maybe are skeptical and, and, and do whatever uh, you know and, and are kind of in that place where uh, there's a lot of questions or, or, or flat out just like don't believe um, and ready to kind of go to war when anybody's interested it I would just say that um, man can continue to, to pursue truth um, and, and not popular truth, um, we have to realize as a culture and as a, uh, as a nation especially, um, like, truth, uh, is not always popular opinion, um, and, uh, it's okay to be different, it's okay to, uh, to, to maybe not fit in, it's okay to, 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 hold a viewpoint different than your friends, you can still be friends, um, uh, and so, uh, I would also. I almost feel like I need to apologize because there are just so many. I think sometimes Christians that are that are mean, and uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, I would say uh, just pursue truth, pursue truth, um, because I believe um, something brought us here, um, and, and uh, I think no matter how far we uh, dive into any any side of that, um, I think. It, in the, at the core of who we are as human beings and what we were built to be, there's a, a, there is a, a call back to the Father. Um, and as we pursue truth, it'll eventually bring us there um, and, and don't feel that you need to do that now. Like, it's not something that it's like, now you got your whole life to uh, to, to make that decision. Uh, and my last thing would be, but what do we know is coming tomorrow? So
2: there's definitely some
1: importance to, to really diving into that, but also, you know,
0: that's on your own time to walk into. Correct.
2: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Well, Josh, again, thank you so much for for being on the show, being a being my, uh, any more questions? <laughs> my buddy here. No, no. Thank you, no, man. Thank you. Man. Thank you. Um, you know, again, really appreciate it. I'm grateful I'll for here. this opportunity. Uh, Shout out to payment coffee house Payman Coffee House coming in um, for good, good vibes good scene great tea excellent Mid, and it doesn't tea. smell of pure
1: coffee so I'm not suffering yes right now and you're not gonna, 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 gonna leave smell. smelling
0: like coffee which apparently is a is a challenge people yeah. leave coffee shops and they smell like coffee I, I've never experienced it before I, I but. think that is a great
1: it is I think that is awesome I would love to smell a like coffee oh so you'd want that some, oh, people, don't, love some, some people don't like that
0: smell a coffee man no but like have it on the clothes yes I yeah. would wear a coffee to you they can make that happen <laughs> so, Yeah, you know what <laughs> the other companies, they're always looking they're always looking for a, a, another market another, yeah. another way to sell you know you know marketing you know how it works yeah so, Um,
2: coffee
0: coffee cravings by Polo yeah. Ralph Lauren
2: yeah
0: Sign me up. <laughs> That's it. I've, I've, I've already bought a twelve pack on Amazon. Okay. Um, I got pre-ordered. Pre-ordered. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, let's um, let's let's close up in prayer. All right. Would you mind? Would you mind closing I would us up? love to. All right. Uh, God, you are
1: uh, you are so good. Uh, we thank you so much uh, for allowing us this space uh, as we walk around Boston, find a good spot. We're thankful to, to that you bring us here um god we're we're thankful for your son um, and, and, and and you sending him and, and what it allows us to live in this freedom, this grace, this this mercy, this power uh, that comes from you. We're so thankful for it. um God, I'm thankful for for Tyler. Um, I'm thankful. Uh, for just the, the passion and the heart you're giving him, just to, uh, God, whether it's the podcast, the Bible study, um, to, for him to grow, I'm thankful for uh, his his courage to bring other people along that, and uh, I pray for this podcast in general, guys like us, uh, that we'd continue just to, to step in with an open mind, uh, no matter where you're at in, in, a, in a walk with Christ, um, that we would just seek to, to learn, seek truth. Um, Uh, and grow together uh, because that is what uh, you call us to God you call us to that relationship with you uh, but you also call us to the relationship with your church uh, where two or more gather uh, and that's what we're doing right now Um, and we're so thankful that we get to do this Uh, we don't deserve it, life's not fair and I'm so thankful for that I'm so thankful for that um, because we get to be in the presence of your spirit on a consistent basis and you're living and you're so near you are so close uh, and uh, God you are the king And we're thankful. And we pray this all in the good name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen.
0: All right, Josh, thanks so much. I will talk to you soon. You know it. you all for joining another episode of the guys like us podcast had an incredible time chatting with josh faber this afternoon and just so super excited for what's to come in josh's life um and overall just had a great experience if you have any questions for josh myself the guys like us um, or anything else please feel free to reach out we're always here to walk in this journey with you and ask the same tough questions that you're asking yourself. Thanks all again for joining and talk to you soon.